0: Yes. It oh, 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 didn't sound anything.
1: Mm, nope.
0: <coughs> I'm still coughing from dinner.
1: From those charred poblanos that maced everyone oh, in the house. Oh my
0: god. We're all sneezing and coughing and noses running, eyes watering while we're eating dinner because it was so pungent in the air. Anyway.
1: It was good.
0: Though. Hi, welcome. Jesus. Welcome to podcast time! <laughs> Yay, podcast o'clock! Podcast o'clock. Uh, this is. Why do we own this DVD? I'm Diane.
1: And I'm Sean. That's the most formal intro we've done in a long I
0: time. I always forget. That's the um,
1: thing that shows often have is an intro. <laughs> like ours a doesn't.
0: Legit intro. <laughs> we just kind of start blabbermouthing.
1: Ours doesn't quite have that. Right.
0: No. This is a podcast, though, uh, if you're just tuning in. If you've discovered us because we're super popular all over the web.
1: If you're just tuning in, how?
0: How and why? But <laughs> if you are, this is a podcast where we talk about our DVD collection and asks some answers. What? <laughs> <Asks>. <laughs> we asked some answers. Is, we That was my golem.
1: Ask some answers?
0: Nope. It's your charred poblamos are still in my head. Yeah, we're talking about, uh, since when this episode drops, it is national, international Hobbit day. So we are doing The Hobbit, an unexpected journey. Even though for a while I thought it was Unexpected Adventure. That is not the title. Mm,
1: that was never the title. It's
0: a journey. It's not. <laughs> Jesus H. It's not an adventure. The smell is still in the house, guys. This I don't know what we have for dinner. Blackened? Pasta? Nope. <laughs> I don't know. So we watched this movie last night and i enjoyed it a lot more than i remember i and i don't know if it's just time has passed where i'm kind of over the hype
1: i enjoyed it um i think as much as i remembered and actually i found i i actually ha- had found myself not enjoying some parts that i thought i would have enjoyed like I did the first time.
0: Oh, so opposite of me. Yeah,
1: like it was, I had more negative experiences watching it this time, but I still enjoyed it. Hmm. It's still a good movie, but I, there were some head scratcher moments. I was like, oh, I understand the detractors. I think, hmm. now. even though I don't know what the general detractions are. I know what my detractions are. Okay. And I don't even know how I'm using detractions. I don't know what anymore. that word
0: is. But <laughs> you go on feel like and a use word it. anymore. Yeah, Transponster. <laughs> um, okay. Oh, what do we start? Well, do you want to get into? The basics, like when it opened. The, get down, <laughs> I'm down, new down. to this. Eh. So this movie opened December 14th, 2012. So we are 11 years out from the first Lord of the Rings movie.
1: And they all came out the same time of years. Right?
0: Now, all December releases. Um... Directed by Peter Jackson, we'll get more into all of that craziness because there's so much baggage behind this movie, and
1: you mean baggins?
0: Whereas there's so much baggins behind this movie <laughs> that we're not gonna really get super into it because it's just too much. But all the stuff leading up to this movie, I think, with it, just I don't say it ruined. Everything, but it, it was it muddied, over, it, muddied it. It kind of overshadowed some bits, and
1: it became a bigger story than the movie itself.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think so.
1: Yeah, it had some Baggins baggage.
0: Had some Baggins. Um. Well, I guess I could get right into that whole thing. I mean, it's for next on My notes, so. Jackson was just going to be producer. Mm-hmm. It was going to be two films based on The Hobbit, which is like a 120-page children's
1: book. Oh, it was going to be two two movies. It was going to be two. Oh, okay.
0: Part one, part two, mm-hmm. and Guillermo. Oh, <laughs> wow, Jesus H. Christ, Guillermo. I can't oh, say my it. God,
1: here I'll do it. Guillermo del Toro.
0: Did you end it? You put an N in there. What? Guillermo. You said no, Guillermo.
1: Guillermo del Toro.
0: <laughs> so he was going to direct it, and it was going to be his. <coughs> I'm so joking. It was going to be his vision. Um, it was going to be a. I don't know. People were excited for his Hobbit movie. Mm-hmm. Um, because he has such a. He's kind of like the you know the. Well, like Peter Jackson and you know Tim Burton, they're very visionary in their in their movies, and people are like, wow, this movie is going to be nothing like Lord of the Rings. We're excited. We're here for it.
1: I think that's how it it should have been. If, okay, if, the way I see it, if, so, the way I see it, if if PJ had planned on doing Hobbits himself, then I think it would have felt more cohesive.
0: Hmm.
1: But since that wasn't really...
0: That was never his. That was plan. part of the. Pl-
1: that wasn't part of the plan.
0: It was very last it, minute. It how he should got it should have
1: looked. Much. It should have been a much different uh, f- feel. You don't think it looked in.
0: like a Peter Jack... You don't think it looked like it
1: does, but it looks like a sloppier version of it.
0: Interesting. Like if it was I like because I know they kept little bits of Del Toro in it. Yeah. I don't know what parts are still. I
1: mean, if it was a, a GDT joint. Wow. It would have stood out w- much further from the oh, Lord definitely. of the Rings Told yeah. But as it is, it it does look and feel like another Lord of the Rings movie, but almost like a rough draft at, at times.
0: Okay. Interesting.
1: I mean, I have issues with. Should we just get into the, my issues?
0: No. <laughs> we'll get into those. What's on me? I thought, I thought it was a bug. <laughs> it's a. Like, I don't know, charcoal or something. Lint, you... That was hard. It was from... The- <laughs> I don't know. Um. So Del Toro, he worked with Peter Jackson for two years
1: mm-hmm.
0: before leaving the project because MGM... We can blame this all on MGM and their financial issues. It was taking them too long, and Del Toro was like, I got other shit to do. I have devoted two years of my life, and we're still not off the ground yet.
1: So what did he he go off and do instead? Did he do a Pacific Rim?
0: That was like 2014.
1: I don't know. When was this?
0: 2012. Yeah, so. But he left the project in
1: 2010. Oh, okay. Well, Pacific Rim seems like it would have been time consuming.
0: It just says due to delays caused in part by financial problems. Then they announced. Other people were thrown out there like other directors before mm-hmm. and of course it got the internet all at twitter because they're like who's gonna who's gonna take over
1: weren't they talking about maybe um spielberg would take it and then
0: i think every director working was was thrown into the mix was robert
1: altman a choice
0: <laughs> no
1: no lines here you just be hobbits just do hobbit stuff
0: hobbitses I don't know. That's where I put it. Sometimes I feel like some of my notes don't carry over.
1: You write notes, weird. Why? You're writing like an essay. Why are these Cause, bullet points?
0: Because that screws things up when mm-hmm. it comes to copy paste. It's just easier this way. Just, why do you care? You don't take notes.
1: Well, I know, but I like to. We're ornery today. Like I like the armchair note take.
0: <laughs> I don't...
1: <laughs> <laughs> what? Armchair? You know, armchair quarterback... Like backseat driving? Yeah, I know it is. Jesus.
0: So Peter Jackson would later comment that del Toro's exit created problems as he felt he had inadequate preparation time which led him to shooting the films with unfinished scripts and no storyboards. Uh-huh. Is that, you see that when you watch this I, movie?
1: Well, I, I mean, it, it, I, knowing the Lord of the Rings movies uh-huh. as well as, we do. I yes. I do feel like The Hobbit is almost
0: rushed, mm-hmm. and and, and PJ will be the first to admit P- that PJ will be the first to admit that he, they are rushed.
1: And even like, even
0: though filming was 265 days, well, even
1: a lot of the, the the visual effects, the the CG effects, looked it didn't look as as polished as Lord of the Rings did. Interesting. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: They, I mean, they looked...
0: Even though the technology has changed since 2001.
1: Yeah, and I, I wonder if part of that is because... Did, did they shoot it in a different format because they were going to release it in the 48 frames? Yeah. Did they shoot it at a higher speed?
0: I feel like they did. Wouldn't they have to? I. Yeah. Right?
1: Yeah, you would have to have a,
0: cause, I mean, have...
1: If, if that was the original conceit to shoot it in... In a faster frame rate.
0: Yeah, it used a shooting and projection frame rate of 48 frames per second. So.
1: So I wonder if that affected
0: <clears throat> how it looked, maybe
1: the the CG scenes. Because they they do look they look very bright, which. Mm-hmm. But it also looks, it doesn't look, as I don't say clean. It looks very. It looks too clean. It looks. It looks very. I don't it's hard to describe it it doesn't look very smooth
0: okay what like cg are you thinking the
1: the chase scene with radagast and the wargs okay all that stuff it'll look it i almost feel like there's not enough detail almost or there's or it's just everything is just too sharp i don't know it's it looks odd hmm like it almost looks like when they do high-end an, uh, animatics.
0: Okay.
1: Where they do like, here's what the scene will look like. And we made like a, a computer graphic to show it. Uh-huh. It almost looks like it's that. But... Mm. It's like, Oh, yeah, 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 We'll add shadow and stuff later. You know, we'll add more depth to it. But it, it all looks very flat.
0: So I'm really... Because, you know, we don't watch this in 48 frames. We're still watching mm-hmm. it in 24. But I'm really curious of what the 48 frames looks I, like. Because people... Is there, hated it is there people a walked way, out of theaters
1: is there a way
0: because you have to have the right equipment
1: no I know to, to, well to project but I mean is there a way to recreate that at home I don't in a digital format I have no idea does it translate to digital like, like could you have your, your you
0: don't feel you need a special thing to play it on
1: well I mean no I because don't I
0: don't know how things work
1: I mean, like, all standard movies are 24 frames per second. Mm Mm-hmm. But that doesn't affect how it's translated to DVD. Oh, I don't know. Because you're not playing a film strip on a DVD. Yeah. But I want to know, so, if I played Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit side by side, would they look different? I don't know. Because, obviously, if you projected them side by side, they would... Mm -hmm. look vastly different but Mm -hmm. does it translate to that's what i'm curious i don't don't know i we never saw it in 48 so i don't know
0: i've heard nothing but bad about it though
1: because it it i
0: because people's eyes don't track it (laughs) they don't
1: i think the problem is it looks like you know when you see those the display tvs like in stores and they have the really bright Like 4K HD Uh images.
0: And they look off to you.
1: They look like studio lighting. Like they look like newsroom lighting almost. Yeah. Even though it's not that kind of... It's like it could be any show and it looks... It looks different. Different. Mm -hmm. I think that's similar to what... To how your brain... Would look like.
0: Takes it in, yeah.
1: Because when you see like a lot of those, those... And when you take the TV home, it doesn't... Obviously your pictures don't look like that because it's not... You're not getting that media. You're not getting that format, because when you you plug into your cable or your your whatever, it's not going to be broadcasting in that. It's it's a manufactured thing for the for the store display of what it could look like.
0: I'm falling asleep. But I mean, so. <laughs> it, yeah. Because
1: I if is that is that what PJ envisions as the future of yeah film viewing.
0: I th- I think that's what he was going for. At I know that James time.
1: Cameron feels that 3D is the future.
0: Felt. I don't know if he still does. Because these were also filmed in 3D, yeah, weren't no. they? We yeah, didn't see it I in believe 3D. It, no, I refuse. I've seen
1: a, f- like I think I saw Force Awakens in 3D. That was good.
0: But it was converted.
1: But it was converted, and you can tell.
0: Yeah, the, we'll get to, when we cover Alice one end. We'll get to the 3D conversion debacle. That like broke I, my brain. Like, I
1: know people are saying, oh, Avatar in 3D was amazing.
0: Yeah.
1: Avatar regular was an okay movie. Yeah. I don't want to, I don't need to see that. I mean, but, I mean, maybe it looked fan, I don't, maybe it looked great. I don't, you know, I don't
0: know. We'll never know. I mean, I don't.
1: But, I just, but as yeah. much as I like the idea of new technology, I, I am one of those. Maybe I'm an old fuddy-duddy that I You're liked. an old fuddy-duddy. I like my 24 frames. I like my...
0: I like wearing my glasses. I kind of
1: like my standard depth. High def is great for certain things. It, it it, needs to be used well.
0: Yeah, and not just It needs use to be used properly. Because anyway. it's available. Yeah.
1: You're so eager to see if you could. Mm-hmm. You just have to think if you should.
0: Always relevant, that line. So... When Del Toro was working on it, he had a lot of uh, actors in mind that he wanted. Uh, he wrote the part of Bjorn.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Do we see him in the first one or not till the second
2: oh,
0: one? Isn't Is he in the second one? Anyway, he had he wrote it specifically for Ron Perlman, his uh, Hellboy. He's always in Del Toro movies, isn't he? hmm Or one. <laughs> He's in all of them. He's in...
1: Pacific he rain. wanted
0: um, Brian Blessed to play Thorin, which would have been a very old. Wait, Thorin. yeah, he's too old. He's old. He's old in. He's in Henry V and Much Ado. He does a lot of.
1: He's friends with the Queen. Yeah, he's old. He
0: wanted him to play Thorin Oakenshield. Um, And he wanted uh, just Ian Holm to play Bilbo. So
1: they were going to do like young Ian Holm?
0: Like de age him?
1: Like, yeah. I don't know.
0: But he wanted Ian Holm to do all of Bilbo.
1: Hmm.
2: Which,
0: we get Ian Holm in the beginning of this movie because it takes place in a time that we're familiar with as Lord of the Rings fans. Um, He reprises his role, but...
1: it Basically, it's the moments right before the beginning of Fellowship.
0: Right before his party. Right before his 111th birthday. Um but he uh, absolutely supported the the casting of Martin Freeman which is great because he's probably the best part of this movie. Martin Freeman is pretty fantastic. He
1: he does a good Bilbo.
0: He's a great Bilbo. And I see he um
1: uh, like I do see like traits of of like Frodo, you know.
0: Okay.
1: I mean, he he's I think well. I think what it is, he think he Maybe captures. Remember, he's also a Took. But I think he captures what it is to be a Hobbit, very well.
0: Yes, and he was always Peter Jackson's first, uh, first choice, and he was actually, he couldn't accept the role at first because of Sherlock. He was mm-hmm. too busy filming Sherlock. But then Peter Jackson reworked the entire shooting schedule to get him in. climbed okay. out in New Zealand, and <laughs> so. Yeah, obviously it was like, you know what, I'm not having any other I'm not having any other Bilbo. So we will change every everything else has been changed.
1: Well, that's a big deal. I mean
0: Yeah. And of course, you know, the main you know, like we mentioned before, the main like controversies around this was the length. This is a almost three hour movie. We did have we do have the extended version. That's actually the only one we have. Which is about ten minutes longer. Not that much longer than the original.
1: Oh, so we watched the extended. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't even notice.
0: It yeah, it, that's all we have.
1: Because I think we only saw, did we only see it once, in theater. Yeah. So yeah, I wouldn't. There's no way I would remember.
0: Yeah, and most people don't know the difference. Like if it's aired on TV. Mm,
1: hmm. Mm-hmm. Even
0: the people, even the channel that's showing the movie, they don't know what they're playing. Because mm. it really, it's like ten fifteen minute difference. It's not like you know, Lord of the Rings, where there was like an extra hour.
1: Is there more Radagast
0: stuff? I have no idea what the difference. I don't know. Hmm. But even the not the non you know extended, it's you know <clears throat> a little over two two and a half hours. Uh huh. And you know the high frame rate, people were spazzing about that. Whether it would match the expectations of Lord of the Rings, the originals. Um, but you know most. Most critics, they liked the visual style, so unlike you, they liked the special effects, the music score, which we'll get into, um, the cast, which we'll get into.
1: I so love the parts. cast. I
0: mean, yeah, the cast, it's, so Hobbit movies, it's like 95% dwarves, <laughs> and that's all. Because <laughs> you Lord of the Rings, you've got all these different races. Um, you got your elves, your men, your dwarves, your hobbits. And this one, it's like ninety five percent dwarves, and you got a wizard and a hobbit.
1: Well, and then you have orcs and goblins.
0: Yeah, they're not. They don't count. They're not people.
1: Again, <laughs> more blatant racism.
0: <laughs> they're not. They're evil. Yeah.
1: When's the last time you read The Hobbit? Last year. Do you remember? <laughs> you're, you're,
0: you're waiting for me to say like eh, thirty years ago.
1: I mean, do you remember?
0: Yeah, The Battle of Five Armies was one page long.
1: Do you... Okay.
0: The the other controversy besides this being a long movie is the fact that there are three long movies from a a short book. And I actually read two articles that were both in defense of the trilogy today. I read these articles today. Uh And... Hold on. And they both... We were kind of talking about the same thing, how... There's so much that's not said in The Hobbit, but that's sort of said. What's the word? Um, implied. Alluded to. And that Peter Jackson could draw from. Uh-huh. And these people were glad they did because he was able to flesh it out more. I don't know. I mean, there's, you know, you got the appendices, you have unfinished tales you have all this other stuff that he published that you could bring into that was going on at the same time that would make sense in this kind of in this story that just wasn't
1: most everything in the movie is canonical to to what he wrote middle earth yeah lore though okay
0: i don't think peter jackson was just pulling shit he wasn't
1: he wasn't inventing a bunch of random shit even if
0: he had to pull something out of his ass he made it make sense in Mm the story like well it's never said but i bet this is what was going on with these people because of something else that had happened. This would have to happen too. Like, it's...
2: Mm -hmm. I
0: don't know. If you want to Google in defense of the Hobbit trilogy, that's what I Googled and a bunch of stuff came up. So it's interesting reads if you want to defend these and have some backup. (laughs) (laughs) But there are, you know, three, three three-hour movies that... That's, I mean... And, yeah, the third one i saw once and it felt bloated and it's just one long battle like i said in in the hobbit book the battle of the five armies is literally like one page
1: did
0: did we see it no i saw it on, it was on hbo okay. um I a few years Yeah, back. I remember seeing it i don't even know if you watched it because i, I watched it by myself
1: i don't think i did
0: <laughs> yeah it's I couldn't tell you really what happens, like, at the end. As you go back to the Shire, probably, yes. But well, we don't he has own it, to. So we won't be talking about out. it. We only own the second one and this one.
1: Well, I feel like we're going to have to buy the third one.
0: You think so? So you can watch it? So it's complete? I'm sure we could find I mean, it we someone.
1: I feel like we can't talk about the first two and never, ever talk about the third one. I don't know. Maybe, <laughs> like, if we... Ne- <laughs> Be like, if we didn't own Godfather 3, well, and just <laughs> or it'd be like if we didn't own God, well, it'd be, it'd be like if we didn't own Godfather 2, talked about 1 and 3 and never got around to talking well,
0: about that. That'd be silly,
1: but anyways, um, let's get into the movie because oh, we're already half hour in. Oh,
0: cool! So, we'll talk about our, our cast, and that's how we'll get through the plot by talking about these characters. So, Martin Freeman, young Bilbo Baggins. Hired by Gandalf to accompany thirteen dwarves on a quest to reclaim the Lonely Mountain from the dragon Smaug. Is he hired by Gandalf? He's sort of—that's what this. Thing he's is sort of
1: for. forced upon everyone. He's yeah. Forced a upon bunch himself. of dwarves show he's...
0: up, and <laughs> I have never felt so in tune with another character in my life. Bill freaking out. Who are these people showing up at my house unannounced, eating my food and making a mess? That's like my worst goddamn nightmare. And Gandalf's all, here you go. We're going to get a mountain back. And you have to come. And I'd be like, I hate all of you. Yeah, Gandalf just being Gandalf. (laughs) What are you staring at? No,
1: I'm trying to think. Because, so, the Bilbo we know from Lord of the Rings. Yes. The one who's already been through all this. Yep. We know him as a lover of adventure.
0: Well, now, yeah. Yeah.
1: But it, it is interesting to see Post, how he got there.
0: Post-Hobbit, yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: I was he thinking He wants to see that. mountains again, Gandalf. Mountains! And then find somewhere he can go read. Because <laughs> he's still a, a lazy bum, too. Well, I want to have my adventure, but I want to sit down and read, too. But, po- but pre-Hobbit, he's very, you know, I'm mm. a begans. I live here. I stay. Baggins. I do
1: everything here. I stay here. I shop here. I...
0: I have my coffee. This is where my couch is.
1: I smoke my weed. This is very
0: much me and how I feel when people try to get me to go somewhere. I'm like, nope. I'm a Takaki. I live here. I sit on my couch. I drink my tea. Get out. So, totally get it, Bilbo. But these damn dwarves show up, 13 of them. And they are the messiest motherfuckers in the world. Dwarves. Well, not all of them. A couple of them are kind of crazy. Keely Feely.
1: I mean, they're not. The, yes, they are messy, mm-hmm. but they are also, at the end of the day, they are still courteous and respectful hey. of of a person's things because okay. we see them clean up perfectly. <laughs> they do the dishes, and when they leave, the house is spotless.
0: Okay. Yeah. Sure.
1: Bilbo's gone to. Have anxiety sleep I don't yeah, know Yeah I get it He goes to stress sleep And then when he wakes up His house is It's clean Completely proper It looks
0: Everyone's gone Except as for As it should be Yeah Yeah they're just loud And obnoxious when they're there
1: They like to party But then they also understand The importance of yeah. Being good guests
0: Which not everyone is <laughs> <laughs> Um Ian McCallan is back as Gandalf The one who Started all this he, re- he, he really recru- is This one says of... recruits Bilbo. Yeah, is that re- better than hire? Yeah. Well, Wikipedia wrote both, so... He recruits Bilbo and helps arrange the quest to reclaim the dwarves' lost treasure in Erebor, which we see in the prologue, how they lost their Arkenstone or whatever. Mm-hmm. In Era- Battle of Erebor, which happened in some other thing that Tolkien wrote. Is the
1: Arkenstone a thing in the book, do you recall?
0: remember i feel like thing? it is mentioned
1: Was that a major plot point in the book Not i don't major. remember
0: i don't know there's no major plot points in the hobbit really the just Hobbit waddles on
1: the hobbit that i remember was merely a, a seemingly simple adventure tale it is of bilbo baggins
0: and that's what it still is gandalf is just a funny old man in that book but now I
1: do recall when, since
0: this came out, since the Hobbit book came out before anything else, he could do that. But he actually, after Lord of the Rings books came out, and people were like, "No, this is the shit we want," he went back and actually edited the Hobbit and made changes because of Lord of the Rings.
1: Hmm. It made him
0: a little more connected, and so
1: he retconned Bilbo. I mean, yeah. Gandalf,
0: he, George Lucas, just did. as George Lucas <laughs> did Boba Fett. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Got
1: it. So Ganoff is Boba
0: Fett. <laughs> is what we're saying. Sure. Um, Richard Armitage plays Thorin Oakenshield, the leader of the Company of Dwarves, who's grumpy as fuck.
1: Ladies like him.
0: Oh, He's, he's yeah. a
1: good-looking motherfucker. Oh,
0: lots of, yeah. He's a northerner. He's like Sean Bean from the north. Um, he's in that BBC adaptation of North and South. Mm. which you never saw. It's fine. He does the voice in a Netflix animated Netflix. (laughs) Castlevania. Oh, he does. He does the voice of the vampire guy. Oh, okay. Uh, He's quite sexy man, but not as a dwarf.
1: I'm trying to picture him not hobbity. I mean, not dwarvy. He I always looks surly, though. He looks like a brooding, uh,
0: like a Mister Darcy type.
1: He either looks like a moody, brooding, just man, or he looks like a villain. Yeah. Which is cool. I mean, I'm, I'm on board.
0: Yeah, yeah. He could play a villain totally. Probably has. I don't know his filmography, but.
1: He's, and he's a cool name too. Richard Armitage. Sure, yeah. It's like a badass name.
0: Yeah. So is Thorin Oakenshield. That's a
1: very good name too.
0: Because his shield is made of an oak tree.
1: Um, What's his name? The old man, the old dwarf, when he's retelling the tale. I don't know tale, any of their
0: goddamn names by who they are except for He Thorin. refers
1: to it as an oak branch. And then you see it that, and that I'm like, that like, thing's a fucking tree trunk.
0: That's not a branch. Good lord. Yeah, the only dwarves I can name offhand is like Fili and Kili, even though I don't know who's who.
1: Isn't Boffer buffer the the big fat guy?
0: Oh, maybe
1: the big the big eater <laughs> who grabs
0: the people throw food at him. They throw food at him, and then, yeah, and then Thorin. I know. Who Thorin is.
1: Balin is the old Balin. one, isn't
0: he? Balin's tomb. I think so. I like him, and there's that other guy I like too.
1: Or Balin's one of the old guys.
0: Who's that one that I like? I don't know who it is.
1: With a three pointed hair.
0: Is that Dean? Nope. Is that Graham McTavish as Dwallin?
1: Oh, maybe. Yeah, I believe so.
0: I'm just looking at the. There's Balin, Dwallin, Keely, Feely, Dory.
1: Isn't there a Nori also? Nori,
0: yeah. Ori, Oin, Gloin. They're brothers. We know Gloin because we know his son, mm-hmm. Gimli. <coughs> B- before and after biffer what's his how do you say his name
1: i think it is biffer
0: b-i-f-u-r
1: i believe it is
0: because boffer and biffer <laughs> which i don't think they t- well james nesbitt might he plays boffer and then bomber he's mm.
1: is, is bomber the bald guy
0: he's described in the novel as fat and clumsy
1: oh maybe bomber is the eater i don't know who'd you say boffer Bofer.
0: He's disarmingly forthright, funny, and occasionally brave. <laughs> I
1: don't, oh, wait, is Beaufort the, the guy with the slingshot? I mean, the, yeah, who uses the little slingshot all the time? I don't really,
0: fuck. I, don't I know, know, I don't know my dwarves. Sorry, guys. If you know them, mm, good remember. job. Um, Aiden Turner, I know. He plays Keeley. He is in Poldark, the m- masterpiece classics show on PBS. Ladies like him too. Ladies like Keely and Feely because they're the younger ones. I don't know who the other guy is. So.
1: Keely's the dark-haired one.
0: Mm-hmm. That's the guy from *Pole Dark*.
1: He's the one Dean who reminds O'Gorman. me. He reminds me of Dominic Monahan.
0: I don't see that at all. You know, you mentioned that last night, and I'm yeah. looking, and I'm like, I can't find him in there. Dean O'Gorman is Feely. He sounds Irish. He's got an old apostrophe. Mm-hmm. So yeah, those are our dwarves. There's 13 of them, and they are just fun to watch. They dance around, sing bar songs.
1: So the cleaning scene.
0: Adam Brown is Ori. That's the guy with the funny bangs. So the cleaning scene, yeah.
1: Blow oh, the knives, wait, do wait, the wait, douches, wait, who did do the say? douches.
0: <laughs> who? Adam Brown as Ori.
1: He's the one with the the, the little page boy.
0: Yes, he's the one. Who he's writes, the one
1: who's he's the he's called the young one, right?
0: Yes. Because he's the one with the slingshot. Is he the one who is right? Who writes the the book that they find in Balin's tomb? They are coming. <sighs> Why I, I feel like I read that somewhere? Why isn't
1: that Balin who's writing the book?
0: I read it somewhere that it was Ori who did that, oh, maybe, and that's what made it so sad because
1: because mm-hmm. we like oh he's dead in the Lord of the Rings.
0: Yeah, they are
1: coming. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, I don't recall. Yeah. Yeah, cleaning, blunt the knives. The blunt
1: the knives scene.
0: Which we can play a snippet of that song. Yeah, we will. I like That's one of
1: the scenes that I don't like now.
0: Because it's childish.
1: I'm like, because I'm like, okay, this is the tavern scene from Beat and the Beast. This is Gaston's scene. Is this, is this supposed to be a musical? Can you not
0: do that? You'll blunt them. Ooh, do you hear that, lad's? He says we'll blunt the knives. Blunt the knives, bend the forks. Smash the
2: bottles and burn the corks. the glasses and crack the plates. That's what Bilbo Baggins hates.
1: Like it doesn't feel organic. Like the tavern scene in Lord of the Rings, the Green Dragon song. Yeah, yeah. That felt Natural to the scene. Do you this like when they feels sing like the
0: Misty Mountains song?
1: The brooding, that dark... Yeah, that one's fine. That, that's a campfire <laughs> song. I mean, you know, not a campfire song, but I mean... But anyways, no, this blunt-the-knives crap where okay. they're juggling dishes Cirque du Soleil style. I, I don't mind that this scene was done. That's fine. It's great. It should have been like a... It's all, its almost like a music video, the Hobbit musical, and they have this number. That's what it's like.
0: I don't know if you've gotten more angry ever did, since the Jurassic World globes that they ride in.
1: It didn't fit the movie. Like it felt too playful. Like you would never have gotten this in Lord of the Rings. That's ridiculous. Because like, look at all the. Because it—it feel, it, it feels like it's supposed to be in a musical.
0: The, yeah, I got—I get you. I'm I mean, catching what you're throwing.
1: You, you catching these dishes that I'm throwing? I'm at catching.
0: You? Them. I'm blutting these knives.
1: So I mean, like,
0: it's because, not like it's ten minutes long. But it's
1: not believable that that. It's like
0: thirty freaking seconds.
1: I understand, but it's not believable that that would have happened in Bilbo's house because it, it ends in a big finale of ta-da, and all the dishes are stacked and shit and How and that's the end. end. Ta- ta-da. Ta-da. I mean, they might as well be doing jazz hands. Maybe they were. You know, which is, and when I saw it the first time, I thought, oh, this is fun. You know, because it's a whole new movie to me.
0: And
1: then when I saw it again, I'm like, oh, yeah, this scene. And I'm watching it. Oh, this is ridiculous. grumpy. Like, this should have been, like, bonus features.
0: Maybe it was. Maybe it's part of the extended. No,
1: because we saw it in the fucking theater, and I remember it. Oh, okay.
0: So, you don't like this scene?
1: No, I don't like this scene.
0: All right. Well, moving on.
1: I mean, I like the scene. I don't like it as it fits the movie.
0: Gotcha. Like All if right. This, if this was noted. Like
1: a, click here for a behind the for a bonus a little a little featurette. <laughs> on your DVD. This should have been like an Easter egg in the DVD menu or something.
0: But it's not.
1: If, if this was
0: a, Oh my god. If the It
1: was a musical fine, perfect, great number. Maybe it is. You just don't know it. <laughs> it's like the, it's like in Beauty and the Beast on stage when they do the Gaston scene when they're banging the Steins. I know. That was fantastic. That was what this was. Are you done? Mm, I think so. I'm tired now.
0: <laughs> but the only brew from the Traven true, I can't sing it. Come some, that Green Dragon. That one's
1: fine. Because it, it's a it's a bar and it's a Pudson. And i watch
0: it like, is this a goddamn musical?
1: No. Nope, I watch it and I'm like, look at all these drunk little hobbits singing a
0: Well those drunk dwarves. No way. What is all over our floor? Chips because and chips. Shit. I'm sorry, I just got a look at our rug and there's like potato chips on it. Anyway, um moving on to our next cast member, Kate Blanchett making her appearance. Is she in all the movies?
1: I don't know. I didn't see the third one, so I don't know. I would assume so.
0: I'm just wondering, how, how many of these have been in all, have had like their hat trick? Their hobbit see hat trick. <laughs> Gandalf's in all of them. Gollum is in all of them. Uh, I don't think Frodo's in two and three of Hobbit. He's in this one. We see Frodo why, at the beginning. Why would he be? He's in this one. and I don't know.
1: I, I would assume he might be in three when if, Bilbo, if we see Bilbo go back to the Shire.
0: Maybe. I don't know. I don't remember. We might have to get the third one. But yeah, Cate Blanchett's back as Gladriel. She, uh, really her only part is, uh, she has a, a meeting with Gandalf and Sauron and
1: Yeah, because we Elrond. see sort of Gandalf kind of almost get in trouble, kind of. He's sort of like a... Yeah, because like she knows he, He's he, kind of he, like a kid who got caught doing something. Like
0: stealing candy or something. What would he do, though?
1: What well, because he? he organized this trip for the dwarves. Yeah. Back to 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 reclaim the mountain, mm-hmm. their their mountain home, and they're trying to keep that a secret. And yet, of course, everyone knows.
0: Yeah, I don't oh, Kate Blatch can like read his like. Mind. Well,
1: I mean, he's he gets busted because Saruman knows. Yeah, I mean, he thinks he can. He, Gandalf gets busted because he thinks he's getting away with this little yeah. secret mission. So
0: that whole meeting scene, mm-hmm. like that's not in the book. It's just one of those implied moments. Okay. That it would be only after like live, it was like a that, footnote, because because Gandalf leaves the dwarf company in the book, mm-hmm. and this is what he's doing, but it's not written about. Right. So, if you look at all the other writings, Peter Jackson's like, well, it would make sense that he would meet with these people to discuss this Dolgadar or whatever it's called Galgado. What's the thing called
1: Dolgader? <laughs> the Morgul blade from Dolgader. Dol
0: Yeah. Dol-Gadar. Dol-Gadar. <laughs>
1: The old knife from Wonder Woman. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, did PJ consult with like Tolkien Tolkien? scholars?
0: Uh, I think he talked to like Christopher Tolkien, maybe. I saw him in this article. I don't know. Okay. Maybe not. Maybe just... He knows this material better than a lot of people. I mean, yeah, between... He had the advantage, him and... Between him and Philippa and Fran... Yeah, the other writers—they—they know this stuff. They know what's in between. They know what's hidden. They know it's, and to their benefit, they know what's in the appendices and unfinished tales and all that crap. I'm sure they
1: had lots of notes from the research for Lord of the Rings, that like, okay, well, we won't be using any of this.
0: uh, Hugo Weaving is back as Elrond, um, the Dwarven company, and what Bilbo? uh, They—they all stay in Mm Rivendell, so we get to see. I thought you referred to
1: Elrond as part of the Dwarven Company. I got confused. I'm like, what?
0: He's a dwarf. I don't know what you're talking about. And we get to see one of our favorite characters from the first Lord of the Rings movie.
1: And the third one.
0: Yes, he is in the third one. He didn't. He wasn't available for the second one. Yeah. He's known to fans as Figwit. He actually has a name in this movie. Oh, does he? Yeah, it is um, Lindir. Hmm. But... Brett because McKenzie plays Lindir, also known as Figwit,
1: because his his the official trading card has Figwit on it.
0: Was that before Hobbit though? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. he be- got a name <laughs> way before Hobbit. But Peter Jackson has gotten record saying he fully supports his name as Figwit in Lord of the Rings. <laughs> so Figwit is an we'll talk about. I guess we talk about when we do Fellowship of the Ring. But Figwit is an acronym that stands for Proto is great. Who is that? Because the scene where Frodo just told the company that he's he'll take the ring to Mordor and you see this attractive looking elf in the background. So when you're like, oh, Frodo's great. Wait, who was that?
1: And he has no lines in the first movie. No, right?
0: he doesn't. He just stands there looking surly.
1: And he has one line in the third movie.
0: Lady Arwen.
1: Something. Come back or something. Come
0: back. Yeah, he's at Rivendell with Elrond and they take care of the, the company for a while. Bilbo's like, dude, I want to stay here forever. Bubba likes it there. He can relax.
1: I mean, he it's almost like it's like the elf version of the Shire, basically.
0: Yeah, it's no, calm, I would,
1: it's peaceful, it's
0: you know, it's clean, it's clean. It's a little too fancy, but they're fine. Uh, Christopher Lee is back as Saruman the White. He's, I feel like, um, when they have this meeting and Saruman's talking, I feel like. Galadriel kind of has an inkling that he's starting to go a little the opposite way because we all know of course what happens to Saruman people who've seen Lord of the Rings you know he turns to the dark side um, this one he's still a good guy well even Fellowship he's still considered to be a good wizard
1: I think what I think what's going on I think Galadriel knows that Saruman is hiding something
0: he's hiding something
1: like he she can he, she gets she can get inside of Gandalf's head
0: because uh-huh, he's see an open See his book. thoughts.
1: I think Saruman, he's a much more advanced wizard. He's doing up-commenti. I think he's able to close her out. <laughs>
0: he's doing see. You know? yeah.
1: But she can still sense that there's something going on Yeah. that may not be on the up and up with Saruman because she has certain looks that she kind of throws a candle. Mm-hmm. Like when Saruman says certain things.
0: Yeah.
1: It's almost like an idea. There's something there. Yeah, I'm gonna find out what it is, but
0: unless that's just a a nod to the audience, saying you know what happens, so
1: you think you think she's winking at the audience, Mm -hmm. like, like why not? Bookmark this foreshadowing. Yeah.
0: Um, Sylvester McCoy is Radagast the Brown, who was originally in Fellowship of the Ring, but then his part was cut. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, oh, wait, oh, oh you mean who, Radagast was in the, Radagast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the one who actually sends the, the moth at, to Gandalf to save him from the Tower of Orthanc, right?
1: No, I think, doesn't Gandalf send the moth to Radagast and Radagast sends the eagle?
0: Oh, maybe. So, same thing. But he's known as, like, the weird wizard, the kooky one who likes yeah. animals better than people. I get it. I
1: mean, he's sort of the wizard hippie.
0: Yeah, he's got birch shit in his hair.
1: He's the, he's the Greenpeace <laughs> <laughs> wizard.
0: But he's noticing that things are starting to change. There's some kind of evil starting to take over the in, forest in the Greenwood. In Mirkwood. they mentioned murkwood too. That's where he hangs out. Oh, is it? Gr- so he would know. Yeah, Legolas. I think
1: it's creeping into Mirkwood, I think.
0: Yeah, yeah animals are like dying or whatever. Mm-hmm. And- Sebastian the Hedgehog. Sebastian the Hedgehog dies. He brings it back he to life. He saves him. Yeah. He, I he, like Radagast He greenwiles him. Doesn't he turn into Radagast like the rainbow? <laughs> <laughs> doesn't he get a, uh, like a rainbow cloak or something? You're what thinking am- of Joseph. No. Maybe I am. Go, 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 um, Andy Circus is back as our favorite CG character Gollum. He doesn't really ever go wrong when he's doing this role so I love Gollum in this movie actually
1: I I really do like Gollum in this movie yeah
0: yeah their their take on it's very interesting because of course we have the scene where Bilbo finds the ring we know this from the prologue of Fellowship of the Ring we know how this goes he finds the ring that Gollum lost and then he meets Gollum and they have a game of riddles and the last riddle that... Yeah,
1: it's essentially a life or death game yeah. of, of riddles. Okay,
0: well, answer these 12 riddles or whatever. The last one is Bilbo saying, because he has the ring in his pocket, and he's like, what do I have in my pocket? And Gollum's like, that's not fair. Blah, blah, blah. And then Gollum realizes that he's his own pockets are empty. He can't find that ring that he had. And he's freaking out. He, and then suddenly he, it dawns on him, wait a second. This motherfucker's got my ring in his pocket, right? That's, I mean,
1: I know. Why would he? Why does he know that though?
0: Because he sees the look on Bilbo's face. I mean, and he just. Or is it just because he's so connected to that ring? He's so connected to that ring, and the second he realizes it's gone, he looks over at Bilbo, who's got his hand in his pocket. He's like... He has a sword out. You have it. And Bilbo doesn't necessarily say, No, I don't. He just stands there like, Fuck.
1: I mean, Bilbo's whole thing is, I won the game. You have to let me go now.
0: Yeah. And Basically. Gollum's like, Bitch, you stole my ring. Thief. So this kind of chaste fight ensues. And Gollum's actually really frightening to me in this scene. Because he is... Uh, he wants that ring back. I mean... You know, I think about Gollum, you know, that he'll do anything to get that ring. And he just looks evil. But then when Bilbo realized that ring slips onto his finger and he disappears. And he has his sword and he's about to kill him. He's about to kill Gollum. Mm -hmm. And of course, we have cue the same music (laughs) from Fellowship of the Ring. When Frodo's like, I wish Bilbo had killed him when he had the chance.
1: And we get, again, of lion, again of. True courage
2: is about knowing not when to take a life, but when to spare one.
0: So here we see, and then we know in Fellowship Ring, he's like, you know, he's like, I. Frodo says something about it, like I pity him, Something about pitying him.
1: Like I wish Bilbo had killed him or whatever, and he's like.
0: Well, then he's like, it was pity that stayed Bilbo's mm-hmm. hand. It's a
1: pity Bilbo didn't kill him when he had the chance. Pity.
2: It was pity
0: that stayed Bilbo's hand. Somebody said he didn't kill him because he did pity him. Well, I mean, yeah. But,
1: I mean, Bilbo but, spares. Bilbo which we, chooses so we, to not kill Gandalf. Yes. So we I hear mean, that
0: story in Fellowship, and go, now we get to see it. He has that, that sword, and then he sees, and this is what's interesting is we, the audience, they want the audience to suddenly sympathize with Gollum because they see the look of fear and sadness on his face. He can't find... He doesn't know where Bilbo is. He's lost his ring. And he can't see anything. We see Bilbo with that sword up... Almost Mm -hmm. up against him. And, like, I felt myself going, Oh, my God, poor Gollum. (laughs) Because the look on his face is so pathetic. It's... It is... I mean, it's great animation. It's great CG. Because it conveys so much in that one look on his face. And you're like, Oh, shit, just give him his goddamn ring back. God, look at that poor guy. (laughs) I mean,
1: it, it is the perfect visual to represent sadness.
0: I yeah. I mean, it's just... And it's pity. Pure, yeah.
1: Gollum's face is the look of pure sadness.
0: Yeah. So then you're like, well, oh, you, un- you understand why Bilbo did pity him and and didn't kill him.
1: And, and just... Because and, really, I, th- I mean, it, it would have been straight up murder, at really, at that point, which yeah. is not what Bilbo's about, ever. No,
0: that's not what any of these stories are about.
1: I mean, he's at that point. He's not defending himself. He's just gonna. He would just be killing him. Yeah. And, almost, you know, he'd he'd basically be stabbing him in the back because it's the same thing. He can't. He can't see Bilbo.
0: Yeah. So he can't see it coming. Mm-hmm. I, I found myself really, really lucky in that scene last night.
1: But yeah, the, the the chase scene with where Gollum is chasing Bilbo is was very anxious.
0: It was just scary because he just looked so.
1: Because it was very like a uh,
0: crazy
1: kind of. Uh, I'm trying to think of a similar, like it's like when the kids are running from the velociraptors and she's trying to pull the little door down in the kitchen. Oh. Yeah, and that's, Bilbo's trying to squeeze his big like, belly into the crack gives you,
0: that gives you the poops. Yeah. <laughs> so it Man, Manu Manu Bennett. <laughs> he plays Azog. A- 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 Azog. Azog.
1: Azog. I think
0: you know what i really like azog i didn't the, the first the
1: pale orc
0: yeah the first couple times i th- saw this i'm like oh he's an invention of pjs he doesn't really exist but i watched this last night and i'm like i like this guy
1: i i like i like
0: the look of him oh i, I
1: really like the look of him
0: he's 100 percent cg because they tried a guy with makeup and it just didn't do it so like it just like, looked
1: like a Uki white powdery yeah. guy.
0: <laughs> so they made him like Gollum. They did uh, um, just motion capture, mm-hmm. and I think he looks great. It's got we see the prologue that he loses his arm, so mm-hmm. now now he has got like a to a Thorin, to Thorin. Yeah, Thorin's one that cuts his arm off, or is it Thorin's dad?
1: Nope, it's Thorin.
0: Okay, I remember after
1: he's getting bashed with his oaken shield. Yeah, the oak. So he's got like a he's got a a, a claw.
0: Yeah, and it's like just jammed like in there. It's coming crow, out the other end of his scare elbow. scarecrow
1: cloth shoved through the stump.
0: Yeah, it just... And I love his voice. This mm-hmm. Manu Bennett. He's probably New Zealand, huh? Manu. Manu.
1: I think that's a variation of Emmanuel. Oh, maybe. Because yeah. we have a guy at work named Emmanuel and we call him Manu.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I just... Last time I was like, oh, I do like this guy. And mm-hmm. I'm not really one to like the... The villain or I mean, like. Guys. I like that
1: he has a matching warg that's also white.
0: It looks like Falcor from it does, the quarantine like,
1: story. It looks like,
0: like gone gun,
1: gun evil.
0: I'm like, I like his white warg. He's cute. We have Barry Humphreys as the great goblin, the king of the underworld the or whatever, underground caverns.
1: Barry Humphreys, a.k.a. Um, Dame Edna.
0: Yeah. So he rules goblin town in the Misty Mountains. Those are the Misty Mountains. I guess I didn't realize mm. that.
1: He has a yeah. a goofy song that I'm okay with. I'm that's not thrilled fucking, by
0: it. I like The Blunt the Knives better.
1: I'm not thrilled by the Goblin song. but It does feel slightly more organic than Blunt the Knives.
0: It's so funny how different we decide that.
1: The the <laughs> the weird dwarf song in Rivendell is is okay. Cuz that's
0: That's more of like a that's just like a bar like a tavern song. Let's get
1: this party going. You know, we're in this stuffy yeah, elf dining room.
0: I could have done without the Goblin Song.
1: Well, yeah,
0: me too, but I could also... Because I was know. like, is this a fucking musical? <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> um, he dies. He gets sliced open somehow. Yeah, Ganuf. A lot of stuff happens, but Ganuf you don't really him. see anything in this movie. That's, like, gory. Well, no. You see a head get cut off, but...
1: A couple times.
0: both well, are orcs. No one cares. Well,
1: you see, Azog holding up a Thrain's head or whatever his name oh, is. Oh, is
0: it? Oh, at the his dad, mm-hmm. Thorin's dad. Uh, and then he has. Yes, oh, you know, Kieran Shaw is in this. He has that
1: little. He's a goblin, goblin messenger. Scribe. Yeah, yeah. In the little goblin in the basket.
0: Kieran Shaw also was a doubles for hobbits in the first trilogy, right? He's like Sam's, maybe. I or
1: believe no, isn't he um, Frodo?
0: Oh, might have been Frodo. Yeah. Oh wait,
1: no, wasn't Frodo the girl?
0: Yeah, Frodo's was. double with
1: the girl. She was. He she was, was one of them.
0: He <laughs> was one of the Hobbit doubles, but he gets to play a. And then finally, we have Benedict Cumberbatch.
1: As the necromancer.
0: Is the necromancer. He's also the voice of Smog, which we really don't really hear until the second movie.
1: We we hear like one line from the Necromancer, right? Doesn't he speak? Yeah,
0: and I don't know what he says.
1: He speaks in the dark tongue or whatever. Did
0: you know that? Um,
1: well, don't we also see Lee Pace?
0: We do see Lee Pace. As a,
1: whatever that elf was.
0: Uh-huh.
1: I don't remember what his name Helena
0: was. Helena Bloom's dad.
1: Oh, was that his dad?
0: Yeah. Oh, I didn't know dad. that.
1: Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that.
0: I he's not on this list.
1: Oh, I know because you took terrible notes.
0: No, I just copied and pasted.
1: You didn't. You didn't copy and leapase.
0: Uh, Thrandil. Nope. Thranduil. I'm just making up words now. Yeah, we see it at the very beginning and mm-hmm. during the prologue and how the elves kind of turn their backs on the dwarves yeah, during I mean, the Battle of Erebor. He's really
1: just a, a an uppity bitch.
0: <laughs> he's very uppity, especially in the second one. He's very sassy. <laughs> oh, is he? I don't remember he's sassy yeah but did you know that the necromancer is actually Sauron
1: what like yeah that's canon which
0: wasn't in the original Hobbit but after Lord of the Rings wait
1: it wasn't in the the book right
0: after Lord of the Rings books Mm -hmm. Tolkien decided that the necromancer was actually Sauron it made sense to make just to make him Sauron
1: I wonder how he notated that I I don't know
0: what I read today
1: did he did he just kind of include that as like a footnote kind of thing or
0: mm, there's the annotated Hobbit mm-hmm. um, which probably has a lot of stuff in it
1: who annotated the Hobbit that, and, I don't know and, was it a Tolkien annotation or mm. like was it compiled from Tolkien's notes
0: I'm sure it's from a lot of Tolkien
1: stuff. scholars I don't know
0: what other parts did you like not the parts that bothered you, but
1: I like scenes,
0: certain scenes. I did
1: like when they find the elven swords. Yes, You yeah. see the kind of the sort of the origin of Glam. Gandalf owning, owning Glamdring and mm-hmm. Bilbo coming to own Sting. Mm-hmm. I like that. Um, I
0: think I remember, I still the the stone the trolls felt a little long to me that scene where you oh, meet the trolls
1: yeah I wonder if that was longer than
0: I don't know it just felt I mean they're important because we you know in in fellowship we we're not super important but you know that's you know they they come across these stone trolls and of course Sam's like it's Mr. Bobo's trolls because he always heard the stories of these trolls now we get to kind of see how they
1: And I guess it was always assumed to be like a big fish story you gotta go pee yep let's cue the music let's all go to the lobby
2: Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby
1: to get ourselves a treat. Okay, back from break? I don't
0: know. Yeah. Talking about uh, scenes we liked, or just scenes in general. I like, I think I remember my, my brother making fun of this scene originally. Huh. Uh, calling him Rock'em Sock'em.
1: Oh, the the rock golems. The, ro-
0: the rock Battle basically, yeah. which I don't know. I think it looked cool. I love the su- the sound during that whole scene; is really cool.
1: Yeah, that's another one I didn't really enjoy. Okay, but I wasn't thrilled with it in the first time either. Like I, I, I just I didn't care.
0: Yeah, I just thought this is for show. But I, I mean, it's that, in the book. That is in the book. I do yeah. know. I do know that. And they're like, well, we have to show this because visually, a little it'll look cool. I don't know, I just think the sound effects are pretty great.
1: I mean, they they yeah, I mean it's it was well done. It was just kind
0: of Unnecessary. On the silly side. Yeah, because they're like punching each other in the Cause face. Because they do
1: look like rock and sock and robots and then they get clocked in the jaw and his head flies off and thing yeah, it's...
0: yeah. Okay. Um, let's see. See, I like the the riddles in the jark scene is that what it's called yeah that's the name of the chapter right riddles in the dark
1: that sounds familiar
0: well and then what's his face in fellowship of the ring riddles in the dark mm-hmm. Gandalf kind of mutters it
1: when they're in mines of moria right
0: i don't know yeah
1: i mean trying to figure out which way to go or something
0: maybe i, don't know. I well like i said i love barton freeman Really, any scene that he's in, I think he just, he gets it. He gets that role.
1: I did enjoy the, <clears throat> like, escape from the goblins whole uh, sequence.
0: Mm. When is that? You know, when they're... Not the end one. What? Oh, like when they're in the goblin town? Yeah. And, oh, I was after, thinking of orcs. Okay. After
1: Dame Edna's uh, son... Uh-huh. When, uh,
0: they're all kind of rounded up and cuz it,
1: it does harken back to sort of the a lot of the the big sweeping battle scenes that we saw like in the first three Lord of the Ring in mm. the Lord of the Rings movies. Mm-hmm. Like when they're running with that big long like handrail that they lop off the bridge.
0: Uh-huh. And they
1: kind of use it to swat goblins aside uh-huh. as they're running. You know, that whole I mean they Dwar- these dwarves seem exceptionally coordinated. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they seem very agile for dwarves, which I never really got from Gimli.
0: No, not at all.
1: You know? So I'm like,
0: oh. Yeah, we- I mean, the only Gim, the only Gimli. The only dwarf we have to compare them to is Gimli.
1: Like these... And
0: even though they're all different, we're in our heads, we're like, oh, well... For Gimli's some reason, dwarf, all these dwarves so-
1: can... Run and jump like mountain goats; they all like climb as fast as lemurs for some reason. Mm-hmm. They all—they're so all, I can't see they're all Gimli very doing. agile.
0: They have to
1: Gimli can't jump that. No, little, they gotta little, fucking throw them. Yeah,
0: you know, dwarf tossing.
1: So I mean, these for some reason I I don't it they they seem very undwarf like. Okay, Un- is it because it
0: went to been a very? I mean, these are our heroes. Like these are the things they're
1: doing that we saw Legolas doing.
0: Yeah, I know. Really,
1: which he was the exception
0: because he's a he's an elf.
1: But for some reason, that's what all these dwarves can do.
0: Okay, I could could see the fault in that. Which I I mean, but
1: okay, that's where I can suspend my disbelief. I can't, I can't do it for blunt the knives, (laughs) or whatever. But when it
0: comes to dwarves as action heroes,
1: but the this wild uh, the, uh, chase scene was fun and I enjoyed it
0: yeah and I think um, if we didn't see the Dwarves as how they wanted to see them then the Battle of er- the Battle of Erebor in the beginning and the prologue would have been very interesting
1: well no that scene because they're not doing these sort of super like wire stunts dwarf yeah. things they're they're yeah. very they're very they fee- the dwarves in the battle scenes look very stout and heavy
0: like how and stu- thought, and sturdy I and guess. stocky
1: and these are very spider monkey-ish doors <laughs> for some reason
0: yeah yeah i could see the
1: i got instantly stuffy my eye got watery oh i had still i had something in my eye pepper and i rubbed it with i guess a pepper finger i don't know oh. so it started watering so it looks like sean's now all, crying now guys. stuffy
0: um so you didn't really like how it looked there are certain scenes. Well, like, I didn't like. You the, know what's great? Huh? Which maybe it's just me, but the use of sunlight. Oh yeah, it's very movie. important. It's yeah. very golden.
1: And it, 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 That and moonlight. The the natural light plays important roles. Seemingly, yes, and in they this do movie. a
0: great job. And I even commented when they're in Rivendell, they go into that room. Where the blade that cut the ring. Oh, uh huh. Where we, you know, we. We know this blade from Fellowship of the Ring, with in Rivendell. And, you know, Sean, uh, what's this, Sean Bean? Whatever the hell, Boromir finds it. Same room, and the moonlight is coming in, like, the exact same way it came in in Fellowship of the Ring. And it just, you know, maybe it was just more of, like, a nostalgia thing, but I was like, oh, I know this room. I can tell by the way the moonlight didn't, <laughs> I called it a poster. He's got that poster on the wall of, <laughs> um
1: of uh lnd L- L- lnd L- 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 cuts L- the about to cut the finger off of Sauron, yeah reason. or cut the ring off Sauron's finger
0: yeah or whatever it's not a poster it's a painting i'm it's sure fre- it looks like a fresco yeah um but i knew you, you you see that room you know exactly what what room that is and and i wonder if it's cool. meant to
1: be the same time happened to be the same time of year because really, well, the moon, Moonlight would be...
0: The seasons are...
1: Would be different. Quite long. And
0: I think fall has been going on in Rivendell for a long time. Okay. Because they're all dying.
1: In Lord of the Rings. Yeah. That's when they but have to leave. Like, like the
0: third age is like fall. It's coming to an end. Yeah. Huh. And they got to scat before winter comes. <sighs> I don't know. But I like the Rivendell scenes just because it brings out that nostalgia because it's Rivendell, and that was always my favorite location. Uh-huh. Even though I, am, I never take those quizzes, like what part of Middle Earth would you live in? Stop rubbing your shirt. I'm sorry. Like a, like a BuzzFeed quiz, what part of Middle Earth would you live in? And I always got the fucking Shire. So, well, <laughs> yes, I can see that, but Rivendell is always where I want. <laughs> gonna go to be. I'm going to go where the wine and cheese is. <laughs> where I can just sit. <laughs> but Rivendell is the, the beautiful place. The one that seems very tranquil and like a spa. <laughs> I for sure
1: would be a dwarf.
0: You live in fucking Moria? I
1: would. With the rocks?
0: The Mithril, and stones. I can go,
1: go rock hunting? Oh my god. Yeah, that are would you... be your
0: dream. Get out of town. Yeah, you too. Knock Our it off. cats are fighting. She hissed and he smelled her ass. Or he smelled her ass and then she hissed because she's like, <laughs> gross. Um, but yeah, I like. The Rivendell scenes, I like... Oh,
1: wait, he's trying to catch something. There's something running around in the house. What? No, like a moth or something.
0: Oh. God, that was a mouse or something. <laughs> and now he's like, what Where was I? What else? What else went down?
1: Uh. I do like when they escape from the goblins and mm-hmm. they can't find Bilbo because he, he's invisible.
0: Because mm-hmm, he's he's been with Gollum this whole time.
1: And, but he's... He's caught up to the group, but he's still invisible. And
0: I'll talk shit about it. They him.
1: think he's left. And well, Thorin, Thorin thinks he's left.
0: Yeah. He's like, I knew he couldn't do it. I knew he would leave. And is that is this the
1: scene when he says because he goes, Yes, I do wish mm-hmm. I was home because that's you know, my, my books are there and all that. Mm-hmm. He's like Why did you come back? I know you doubt me. I know I know you always have. And you're right, I often think of Bag end. I miss my books. And my armchair, my garden. See, that's where I belong. That's home. And that's why I came back. You don't have one. A home. It was taken from you. But I will help you take it back if I can. I'd love that scene, yeah. because that's when. Thorne's like shit he's right you know and he is doing something he has no need no yeah. he has there's no reason for him to be here and yet he and is And
0: Bilbo saves his ass. He is
1: coming to help. Well he that's
0: It's surely after that. Yeah. Not much that right. not that much longer after that. Well yeah
1: cuz that that leads up to that to the big the, the, the big fight, fight scene with
0: uh, Azog
1: and all the wargs and all the other orcs.
0: Um Yeah and Thorin like, almost dies. And then How do you feel
1: about the flaming pine cones? I
0: love the flaming pine cones. I think they're. Awesome. I
1: thought it was ridiculous, and I loved it.
0: But it, just, it just looks cool
1: because it looks so. Fine. Because it is
0: ridiculous, but then just the look of them. That they're making
1: Molotov cocktails out of pine cones.
0: Hey, Gandalf does but it, but it is
1: it is magic. working with what it's they magicky. have. Yeah, because he, he just kind he of makes the fire. But pine cones wouldn't do that. But I mean, he. I think he does Stop. sort of with. It is magic. Yeah
0: yeah and it's fun they're kind of fun yeah <laughs> it is
1: it is, it is uh, it's fun to imagine that that could happen
0: yeah don't try it at home kids though I mean I don't think they'd work pine cones
1: do burn quite readily but not like that
0: no I, mean, I think they would just burn out
1: And you wouldn't be able to throw them and they wouldn't explode mm.
0: <laughs> so I really um, I like the music um, we have Howard Shore is back his, his grand opus of the lord of the rings trilogy will never be touched um but fortunately we got a, we get a lot of the same themes we hear in the original trilogy we get a new theme the misty mountains theme which mm-hmm. which i really like you hear it uh in grand moments it's our so we had the fellowship theme that you <laughs> you have an issue with during one particular scene yeah, in Fellowship we don't talk that's about. That's fine, but <laughs> it's kind of taken that place. It's kind of our our company theme, basically. Our is dwarven that the, company. Is theme.
1: that the dirge that they kind of sing?
0: Yeah, at the end of <laughs> Bilbo's <laughs> <laughs> dinner party, basically. Yeah, the Misty Mountain song right. that Armitage starts. Yeah,
1: and it's real low. And
0: yeah, that's our Misty Mountain theme.
1: It's almost funerally.
0: Yeah, yeah. But you hear it in a grand way, Uh lots of brass, trombones, and baritones and French horns blared out. Um, But that, yeah, and you know, you hear similar cues, certain certain points that kind of connect back to fellowship and.
1: Well, I mean, I do like like the Shire music, the you know, Baggins little things. Oh yeah, you definitely
0: hear uh, the Shire theme, and yeah, so that stuff is all good. Um, do you remember when we saw this panel at Comic Con, 2012? So the same year it came out, uh, Warner Brothers was still doing their big panels on Saturday, and The Hobbit was going to be there, and we waited outside for like a whole day, whole night, and they had. That's when they first unveiled those like three screens. Yeah, the
1: around the room screen. in Hall
0: H. So, like, the screens, like, surrounded you. And they showed 12 minutes of footage. Uh I I remember that. Uh, Peter Jackson. I know I was there. Martin Freeman. Ian, yeah, you were. Peter Jackson, Martin Freeman, Ian McKellen, Richard Armitage, Andy Serkis, Elijah Wood, and Philip Aboyans were all there. So, a good crowd of no dwarves except for Armitage, but... What else happened? I don't remember... But they just they just showed twelve minutes of footage. that was the big thing, uh-huh. and they tell- you know they
1: had we already seen all the the dwarves like
0: I don't think so okay
1: Cause i I vaguely i feel like I remember seeing like the kind of like the the character photos, maybe, but I don't know if that was that or if that was like just something we saw like when they would put up. Stuff like online kind of thing.
0: I don't know. I don't know how much online stuff I was looking for when
1: this was coming I, out. Everything's a blur. The last...
0: But I do remember seeing the trailer mm-hmm. and getting all because it was definitely geared towards Lord of the Rings fans. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Um, and just to to have that connection, you know, I remember getting. I watched it on the laptop. I didn't, you know, I didn't see it in the theater. I watched it when the trailer was released online and I remember kind of freaking out because all it was was the Misty Mountain song
2: mm-hmm.
0: you heard that singing and then I mean that's not all it was they were obviously showing stuff but that song played throughout the, the trailer mm-hmm. which was kind of cool and I was like ooh a new song this is a musical <laughs> they should have had Blunt the Knives Yeah, I don't know I, I liked it I think maybe a lot of time has passed since, a since it came out and b since I've last watched it. I haven't watched it that much. It's not like Fellowship, which I've seen.
1: This might be my third time seeing it. I think we saw it. I've, I've watched it a
0: few more times than you probably. Like I'll, I know a couple times I had put it on like as background kind of, mm-hmm. where I'm like, I just watched Fellowship. Let's let's do something completely different. Desolation of Smog. Maybe I've seen twice. Maybe three times. I've seen this one more. Did we see that
1: in the theater? No.
0: I don't even know. Isn't that bad? I I I know exactly how many times. I can
1: picture the ticket stub, but I I don't know if I'm just imagining the ticket stub.
0: I don't know. I don't even know. I feel like we did. I think we did. But then I wouldn't be surprised if we didn't. I don't know. I feel like we did.
1: I'd have to see the movie again to be like, oh, yeah, we did see this in the theater.
0: You know what? We did. We did. Because I remember all the Lake Town shit and the uh, Luke Evans. As <laughs> the,
1: Luke, the Lake Town shit.
0: The, yeah. The, you know. and Yeah. 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 We Steven did Fry. see it in the theater. Yep. Yep. Because I remember Luke Evans. I remember thinking, oh, he's the new Orlando Bloom. I get it.
1: Yeah. Because there's that whole. And Orlando's in the second one. Because the second one is the is the and- dwarf in the barrel.
0: And uh, the, the Kate, ride, and Kate from Lost. Yes, yeah, as a new character. Yeah, we did see, it but I've seen it maybe probably like three times.
1: That one, I don't even know if I've seen it since we've gotten the Blu-ray.
0: I might have watched it once or twice, but again, so may have, I may have just
1: seen it once in the theater, and that was it.
0: I probably saw it like five years ago, but as I was saying, I think enough time has passed since I watched Unexpected Journey almost an adventure <laughs> where i enjoyed it a lot more than i thought i would because i mean going to, it wasn't like i was dreading it i was i wasn't like oh god no, I, was I, like, was... I was like i was like yeah i don't love it like i do the other ones but it'll be fine but i mean I'm it last up. night i was like this is this is still pretty fun
1: i'm i i'm always up for a pj movie really i mean if you threw like oh if you said you have to watch Frighteners. I'm like, fine.
0: Well, Frighteners is great.
1: You have to watch Heavenly Creatures. I'm like,
0: fine. That's the darkest shit, but it's great anyway. You have to anyway. watch, you
1: know, King Kong. I'm like, fine.
0: Oh, have yeah, King Kong. I forgot that.
1: I mean, I don't think there's a PJ movie that I'd be like, oh, I don't want to watch that. Like, there isn't like a, there isn't one that I've, I have to be did you do that one
0: where that. she's dead? And...
1: Yeah, uh, Lovely Bones. Yeah. I read I've the never book. S- I never saw that. I read the book. I, I never read it. That. It sounds sad.
0: It is, and I didn't <laughs> want to see the movie. I really hope uh, Blank Check, the podcast Blank Check, does Peter. Jack. They they uh, cover directors and they go through their entire filmography after their big hit, hence the blank check that they get. And they always they every now and then they'll say, "When we do Peter Jackson, I, I hope they're not kidding because they I really
1: would, want they them. would have to because I mean. he's." He has too much work to not. He all his movies
0: are different enough where. Oh, they're very different. Yeah. It would make sense.
1: Did they do Baz? No. Because he's another one who. So many of his movies are so different. But yeah. He has a few that are like Australia is unlike anything. It doesn't fit into the Red Curtain trilogy. Well, it's not part of the Red Curtain trilogy. I
0: know, Hmm. but I would love for them to cover Peter Jackson just because. I just don't know what movie they would start with, because, I mean, you can't do you start with his blank check being fellowship, the uh, Fellowship of the Ring, or do you go because then you wouldn't be able to cover having creatures or frighteners or, <clears throat> but. He's an interesting filmmaker. He's he definitely
1: didn't he do like Freaks? Wasn't that like his first thing? I Freaks? Kind of...
0: No, what's that? Uh, the dead, uh, dead, the Muppet one, the puppet one they're like it's like Frego rock but they're killing each other Fra- the de- <laughs> fuck oh my god <laughs> what is it called um not dead ringers i'm going to type in peter <laughs> jackson Mupp- meet the feebles
1: oh is that his?
0: <laughs> it comes up peter jackson meet the feebles peter jackson muppet movie <laughs> yeah meet the feebles Mm. it's like Richard Taylor and No, I know Meet dad. the Feebles yeah, yeah. they could start with that and then go. <laughs> that was like late 80s or so
1: I, I mean know. I saw the Frighteners before I knew who Peter Jackson was oh me too
0: and that was like 95 and I wasn't
1: that was Michael J. Fox wasn't it yeah and they he buys the house and
0: yeah I saw the the movie cover the poster yeah the,
1: that lenticular
0: it's too bad that this shit that happened with the Hobbit happened, because I don't. I feel like yes, two movies would have probably, probably got the job done in a non bloated way. Because I mean, that's the word everyone uses. Oh, these movies are so bloated because well, there's so much shit stuffed into them.
1: Well, it's too bad that all that shit happened with
0: Del Peter Toro. Jackson
1: and New Line.
0: Yeah, um,
1: Bob Shire, whatever his <clears> name <throat> was.
0: What was his name? Wow, <laughs>
1: Shire. What was his name?
0: Bob Shea. Bob Shea, Robert that Shea.
1: asshole. He's dead, right?
0: Because the little... So this is... I mean, in a nutshell. So in 2008, New Line Cinema and Warner Brothers refused to pay the Tolkien estate money owed to them, which was like funds from Lord of the Rings. Yeah. 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 Um, <clears throat> then what followed was two and a half years of disagreement, which not only sent this movie into development discourse, but caused Del Toro to leave the production And to make matters worse, legal issues would have taken the production out of New Zealand entirely, which is why for a while Peter Jackson was actually looking at like Eastern Europe. Mm
1: -hmm. Like Bulgaria and stuff.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, you could make it look like Middle Earth, of course, but obviously.
1: Or you could just make it all in one giant soundstage and just. hmm. And
0: I mean, and fortunately, speaking of that, Amazon just announced yesterday that they are filming their Lord of the Rings series their are $3 billion series. Is that what it's... 3000000000 billion. They're going to be filming it in New Zealand. So... Wow. France, Fran... Fran's <laughs> can rejoice. What is wrong with you? It's late and I'm drinking... Water. water. <laughs> yeah, I gotta go to bed soon. <laughs> <clears throat> so, they didn't reach an agreement until Peter Jackson said, Okay, fine, I'll do it. I'll make the goddamn movies.
1: All right, so then we have these movies.
0: Yeah, and I mean...
1: I mean, The Hobbit is... It's... For what is
0: it? uh Yeah, me too. I mean, it is...
1: Is it good? I don't know. It's fun.
0: It's fun. And mind you, that bar that Lord of the Rings set... It's no
1: Lord of the Rings, but but it's... I mean, no.
0: That bar was so high. Expectations were astronomical for these movies.
1: And also he didn't really have the pre-production schedule that he did with Lord of the Rings.
0: No, nope. He didn't Obviously. have any pre-production schedule. They didn't give him a... They gave him like a few weeks. <laughs> I mean, it was... It was ridiculous. And he, you know, and like I said, he'd be the first to tell you, yeah, I was rushed. These movies are crap. I mean, yeah, I don't think he'll say they're crap. But he knows that they...
1: They aren't as good as they could They're not the been. product
0: that... Lord of the Rings was. But, if you put that aside, you can still enjoy these movies. Oh, yeah. I mean, enjoy the performances, enjoy... It is a little long, but... Yeah, well, whatever. So, it was Return of the King.
1: Well, yeah, but that's a much better movie, though.
0: Oh, well. Like I said, just enjoy them for what they are. Just, whatever. Don't even think about the shitty stuff.
1: Like, if it was a half hour shorter... Like, if if it was a half hour tighter... Okay. It would be a phenomenal movie, I think.
0: Really? Yeah. Just trim down some of those longer sequences.
1: Yeah, just, I mean, just tidy it up, you mm-hmm. know. it. This doesn't feel like a final draft.
0: Just blunt the knives.
1: No. <laughs>
0: <sighs> anyway, any final thoughts?
1: It's good. There, it, It's good. It we'll could talk have been, more
0: about when we get to Desolation of Smog. We, we'll
1: talk more. It's good. It could have been better. <clears throat> yeah. um, it, it could have been... Yeah, it could have been cleaner. Like it could have been a cleaner story.
0: It could have been a contender. No, well, I maybe mean, it could yeah, have been. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Okay. Well, Happy Hobbit Day.
0: Happy Hobbit Day. Do we, we need to
1: pick another movie? Yeah, because
0: we're our schedule doesn't start till October second. Right. Our spooky schedule. So this would be for. This would be. We have. We have partner. two more.
1: Oh, we we have to go through two September movies.
0: Okay. Yeah, the twenty fifth and the. Twenty nine 30th, 30th. One of those. Cal- oh, another Wednesday and calendar, a
1: Sunday. Calendar math.
0: Okay. So we have Google to turn to at least two more times before we get to our spooky month.
1: You have the correct number range? Yeah.
0: Okay. Oh, wait, but I want to get my. It's weird. And when I access my. Oh, it's right here. When I look at. Oh, because I'm on the iCloud at work. Because I can access all my Apple stuff through iCloud.com uh-huh. at work and the numbers are all messed up they're all in alphabetical order but the numbers are all wrong but i'm on i'm not on iCloud right now. okay i think it's bedtime hey google oh my gosh she's sleeping hey google pick a number between 1 and 240
2: here's a random number
0: 201 201 come on Tropic thunder ah, space balls hey (laughs) a good a nice funny one when was the last time we had a funny one I don't know (laughs) I can't remember what movies we've done well that's fun Space Falls came out in 1987 I saw it in the theater I with my friend Becky and her parents what year was it 87
1: oh I for show saw it in the theater because we for show talked about it afterwards (laughs)
0: Yeah, like the, it's I think the, the days the only, and weeks
1: after. The movie. Oh yeah,
0: it's the only Mel Gibson movie I own. What? That I own. Mel? Who? I called him Mel Gibson. <laughs> it's time for a bed. Mel Brooks.
1: <laughs> we don't have Robin Hood.
0: No, and I'm so Ooh. upset about it. Maybe I'll find Wait, it. We,
1: and we don't have Young Frankenstein. No. Okay.
0: We only have spitballs because. Spitballs. We have spitballs because it's the best one. That will be a fun one. That's fun. I haven't seen it in a while, so I
1: already know like what clips going to be using. <laughs> <laughs> even Nobody if even if they don't if they don't fit, I'm the cramming them
0: Soon, that Daphne, was not one of them. Daphne Zuniga singing that song in the space cell. Anyway, cool space balls. I, I don't know if it's streaming. If it is, go watch it. If I is kind it,
1: of doubt it. Oh yeah,
0: I feel like no, it might wait, be. No, I think I've seen it
1: somewhere recently. Anyways,
0: I don't know. Anyway.
1: Man, okay. we are long as
0: fuck. So was The habit. So was my This may as
1: well have been a fucking <laughs> just live commentary.
0: Okay. Maybe next time. All right. Till then, uh, may the Schwartz be with you. Oh, God.
1: I hate this so much.
0: Okay. Bye. Follow
1: us on Twitter. All right. You ready? We can. We can throw this in okay so we got a little ahead of ourselves well
0: we just started talking about the movie right away and just kind of skipped a couple of the basics that we usually cover
1: and then we were kind of running long and in our hurry to end it we forgot our kind of usual whatever the box office results and,
0: and the rotten tomato all that kind shit. Of thing.
1: so here it is and we're gonna cut this in and it'll be seamless and no one will ever whatever.
0: Know. As long as you just let them know, even though I was anyways. like, don't let them know just to start talking.
1: Well, anyways. so this
0: movie made a shit ton of money. Well, what was the budget? Uh, well, it's a, one of those because I don't know if it covers all oh, three. It right. says between two hundred and three hundred and fifteen million dollar budget. Okay, so
1: budget was the between budget. two and three hundred. Yes, okay. two hundred to three
0: hundred and fifteen million dollar budget. So that's, okay,
1: that's significant. That's right. a
0: big budget, um, but. It made over a billion. Made one point zero two one billion dollars. I don't think I
1: realized that it made that much.
0: Um, it was the fifteenth film in history to reach a billion. Okay. At that time, I mean, that's.
1: And this was two thousand Twelve.
0: All right. Yeah. So, that's, I mean. And what did we say? We were at like thirty one, thirty two movies. We're at a billion so far. Something like that. After Lion King hit it. Oh.
1: Like, yeah, I don't yeah, I don't remember. I don't. It's remember just like that.
0: commonplace now. It's like if you don't hit a billion, it's like you're a failure. It's so crazy. That's the new
1: gold record. It is.
0: Know. Um, it earned thirteen million in its midnight run, setting a December midnight record, which was previously held by Avatar.
1: It made thirteen million in a single night. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's <laughs> okay. That's impressive.
0: A lot of movies these days can't make that in a weekend. When obviously, they're small movies, but.
1: I mean, we've done a few movies where they haven't made that in their entire run, so.
0: No, so Avatar previously had that record. I don't know what its record was, but that was two thousand nine Avatar, so, I think eh, so three years. And I don't know if it, it doesn't it didn't say that something has beat it, mm-hmm. yet, but I don't know. I feel like cause that's a, research that's, a
1: on that. that's a kind of a, a niche like record, though.
0: It also said a uh, December. It was then a December opening weekend record, which I'm guessing when they phrase it like that, it means it's been surpassed. And we've got Force Awakens. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They're both December, but... Um, it beat a... The record was previously held by... You'll never guess. A, the previous December opening weekend record. Stars... Will Smith.
1: That back-to-school one? That... uh
0: No. Kind of like a wait. is it the kind of like a horror movie,
1: sort of? Oh, oh, I don't know.
0: Vampires. What? I am Legend.
1: Oh, oh my God! Okay. When I said Will, so,
0: you were thinking of someone else.
1: Yep. <laughs> all I heard was Will. I didn't even. What other Wills are there? Will Ferrell. That's all. <laughs> i was like, I'm like,
0: what? Will Ferrell's in a vampire.
1: What? Well, I thought it was. Movie? I thought it was that one, like that back to the school, that school reunion one, or whatever, where Aww. they're. Like we're streaking i don't think
0: that would have gotten a december weekend no i know that's why i was so well that's
1: why i I think my face looked very confused
0: i think i am legend was like 2010 or something i don't know
1: man i am like we don't own that do we no that was good i enjoyed that one
0: okay i'd have to see it again
1: i i'm not wearing my 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 headphones so it sounds really weird to hear me talking like in the open oh like i don't hear it in my ears
0: oh okay i'm just so i'm off um and it uh this movie got actually three Academy Award nominations. So that's like the Were they all like uh, the two towers. The effects. Yeah, ones. visual effects, production design. Mm-hmm. Oh, four, I'm sorry. Oh, maybe it's one. Best makeup and hairstyling.
1: I think makeup and hair is one.
0: Okay. So yeah, then three. It didn't it only got nominated, didn't win anything. And I can't tell you what was up what it was or, up against in 2012. That's when Les Mis opened as well, but I don't know. So, I mean, not a not a failure in Made over mm-hmm. a Billion. Got some Academy Award nominations. You know, so yeah. And what do I you mean? Think, I right, feel what like do these... you think the, the Rotten Tomatoes is, though?
1: Uh, we
0: did Return of the King. That was like what ninety six or something? It was definitely in the in the mid nineties.
1: I would say this was no. Between eighty one and eighty five. Oh, lower. Lower.
0: Seventy
1: five. Lower. <gasps> oh, okay. Now yeah. I don't know.
0: Sixty
1: four. Oof. I, I saw actually
0: I saw I saw sixty four and sixty five. So I don't know why I saw different numbers. Sixty four was on Wikipedia, or something, and like sixty five. It could was, be like on the. And sixty five was I think on Rotten Tomatoes site. So, so it could
1: be like a, a rounding or issue. vice versa.
0: Yeah. But still, mid-60s. Ooh,
1: that is no bueno. And I don't...
0: I'm kind of worried to see what the other two got. Probably around the same. I I would think Battle of the Five Armies... Were were they able
1: to wrap it up nicely? You know, I mean... I
0: don't know. Battle of the Five Armies was my least favorite because, like I said, it just felt like one long battle scene uh with no... The the thing I like... Hence the title. in, in, in (laughs) In the original trilogy, too, and with Unexpected Journey, the things I like were the small moments. The little... You know, mm-hmm. little nods to something that we know. Just the small, quiet moments. That's what I love about these movies because Peter Jackson does such a great job with those kind of moments in the original trilogy. So to have Battle of the Five Armies, a th- like a three-hour battle with hardly any of those small... yeah. I don't know. That's what I remember. Maybe I have to see it again. Maybe there are some moments that are great. I'd,
1: I mean, like...
0: It might have been on in the background. Because <laughs>
1: even, even though, like, a movie where... Fighting is the focus, like three hundred. There's are still moments in between.
0: I can't wait till we get to that movie. Cause that
1: movie was uh, eye opening for me. I mean, it was. I'm like, to this me, is like
0: love, like Matrix level. Like I've never yeah. seen this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People probably think that's blasphemy, but
1: no, no. I mean, th-
0: yeah, but that's different. That's that's Battle of the Five Armies was just. A really long bloated battle scene
1: i mean like, it's i i would just like, oh not having just seen someone,
0: it someone someone die already i don't know really like, yeah
1: not having seen it i would imagine it would be as tiring as watching like
0: it was like man like of
1: Steel. <laughs> like a three-hour long car chase like it's yeah. fun at first and you're like okay when is it gonna and end? even
0: fast and the furious movies don't have that right the, even those movies have the small moments so anyway so yeah, not a great Rotten Tomatoes, but like financially, it did really well. Um, and sometimes
1: it's all the studio wants is they they just well, want the money. Sometimes. I mean, well, I mean,
0: yeah.
1: there are yeah. PJ certain... might
0: PJ might view this as a failure because he knows he didn't put his heart and soul to it like he did the original. Mm-hmm. Even if it made this movie actually made more than two towers and fellowship combined, if you can believe it, that's what I read. I don't
2: oh know. really? That weird,
0: but. Or maybe, I don't know, combined? Maybe just, maybe it wasn't combined. Because I don't think... I mean, I know those two had... neither of those two made a, a billion. Return of mm-hmm. the King was the only one that did. So it might have been saying it made more than Fellowship Either one and of those. Two towers. Well...
1: I mean, I guess you'd have to do a little bit Which of Which is crazy.
0: I mean, I could see it making more than Fellowship because Fellowship was the first. But I feel like Two Towers, people, that's returning. Those are mm-hmm. returning mm-hmm. customers for Two Towers, so i don't know that's it right,
1: that dog is going nuts yeah. again
0: but yeah that's the skinny on those numbers
1: all right so,
0: <laughs> I so.
1: um yeah i guess bathroom break this will end <laughs> and then we'll pick up at the end of the actual recording yeah. okay
2: we now join the following program already in progress